Thanks uh, for tuning in, everybody. Again, uh, for the Road Stories podcast, I'm Murray Valerander, your host. Um, Want to give a shout out to uh, all the new fans on Facebook. Thanks a lot. Uh, great reviews. We're writing great reviews. I really appreciate that. Um, keep those coming if you'd like. And uh, t-shirts. Uh, roadstories.tv or murrayvalerander.com. Uh, at the shop. All right. And uh, at Murray V. Now we got all those plugs out of the way, guys. You can don't have to you sit there. You didn't say t-shirts were involved. You I just d- said it was a podcast. You, oh. did, you didn't say they would be selling of merchandise. Oh, well, <laughs> you also, not only do you get some... Well, no bumper stickers. <laughs> you don't have bumper stickers yet. <laughs> That's funny. I, was actually... I love that. You work in like, the middle act on the road, you know... You mind if I sell anything? Oh, no, go ahead. And they set up by the door. It looks like uh, a garage sale. Like <laughs> 18 bumper stickers of... Uh, do you say it, yes? You, do you do, don't mind? I don't mind. I you do. Know. I have a problem with it. Oh, really? You don't Jimmy let... Schubert told me, don't let anybody sell anything. And I tried that for a while, and I felt like a, a douchebag. Because everybody like, makes you feel like Because you know that the guy's making yeah. you know, 500 for the week. And right. He right. probably slept in his car. You know, in a truck stop to get there. Right, but then he but then sets selling, up the shop. And then he's selling like two yeah. grand worth of merchandise. And giving away a CD. That's the best part. <laughs> I thought that my favorite is the guy that gives away his art but sells like a keychain. I'm like, uh, you're just like, it's, it's a, it's a keychain that says fart on it. Come on. <laughs> what? No, no, don't sell anything. I get into fights with guys all the time. They well, ask, which is funny because... Well, if, I think balls. if you're going to sell something, it should be manufactured. You should have at least gone to the trouble of getting a thousand made by right. a professional thing with like a nice. So not, the people who like you know make Xerox uh, like homemade DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> Todd Glass used to sell like just go by a Target and pick up socks. And then sell the socks afterwards. No, that's good. That's something people yeah, could use. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Tube <Actually>. socks. <laughs> well, let me introduce uh, uh, the first of all the nice headliner, and then the pain in the ass headliner. I guess who won't let it, won't let a feature act make a couple extra bucks. I'm a douche. <laughs> it's capitalism. S- sitting to my right, uh, making a second appearance on the show. Thank you very much for coming, Ian Bag. Hello, hello. I'm the asshole. Who <laughs> won't let you sell? And uh, sitting across from me, been trying to get him on for a while. Um, really stoked he's here. Uh, is uh, Showtime Amsterdam thing is airing right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, live from Amsterdam. Live, live from Amsterdam. Red Light Comedy, Red whatever Light, it's yeah. called. Uh, the, the mighty Tom Rhodes joins us today. Thanks a lot. Ray. Thanks a lot. You know what? Jimmy, Sh- I think I, I worked with Schubert. I think I sold as a middle act. Well, that's what he told me. Uh, maybe not. He's a good guy. I like him. Hey, even a blind squirrel finds a, 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 an acorn once in a while, Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> We just got off doing, uh, all three of us last night, coincidentally speaking, uh, did a show at the Melrose Improv uh, called Teen Tours. And uh, what that is, is a bunch of, I guess, a bunch of rich kids. Perfect. Right? Their parents kick them out of the house for like two months. Is that They do right? it once a year. It's like every July yeah. or something, this time of year, it's always but isn't filled it, with 14-year-olds. But isn't it different? Like sometimes it's a bunch of young kids that go to UCL, UCLA for the summer. That might be and it. Then, and then sometimes it's just a bunch of kids going across the country for the summer. 
So, because I've done two different types. Mm. Oh, I've only done the, the kids going across country. I didn't know you could go to UCL, UCLA for a summer. I guess it's some sort of. Yeah. You might be brilliant. Let's check you out. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, uh, that wasn't, that was actually a pretty good show last night. I thought it was going to, like, I didn't know it was Teen Tour until I walked in and I was like, You oh. had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they told me that everyone had to be, like, clean and you had to be on the clean side. Really? And everybody was, like, completely filthy from the MC on, which was a relief because. I didn't, you know, know. I didn't get that message. I know, I didn't get that message either. Apparently no one else did. I was the only one. I just walked in and I heard titty, uh, the MC was talking about titty fucking. I'm like, okay, let's. Yeah, (laughs) that that MC is Jennifer Murphy who's been on this show. And it was funny because when uh, Jamie the booker said, oh yeah, we got to find an MC. It's like, I'm going to call Jennifer Murphy. I'm like, have you seen Jennifer Murphy's act? <laughs> not, that, not that it's bad yeah, or anything, I like that but she it's... set the tone. She was saying she wants to be a whore. She wants yeah. to be a prostitute. And you know, that's a uh, something that little rich girls should consider. <laughs> you know, I don't think anyone has ever given them that option. I like you know? the fact. What holds you back from that? Being a whore? Yeah, I guess a ride. All right. <laughs> I did... Uh... I did make an off, I think I was telling Tom this before the show, I did make like an off-the-cuff remark to the kids. I called them a bunch of nerds, and then I'll buy them beer after the show. And everybody laughed. But then when I got off the stage, by the time I got from the stage to the sound guy, like five kids at home, are you really going to buy us beer? Are you really going to buy us beer? I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking buy you beer. <laughs> well, I like when you came off, Ian. You, you, I'm standing there waiting to go on, and you go, Sorry. Which means you know what a douchebag move that you did last night. They, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> you know, you're totally you're only doing like a 10, 15 minute set. I've got a I got a headline doing a half hour, and it's the oldest trick when you're doing a corporate gig. You find out who the boss is, and mm-hmm. you make fun of the boss the whole time, and every and it's fail proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're doing a corporate gig. Ian walks out there and goes, who's in charge of all these kids? And they all yell, Lauren. <laughs> and he goes, oh, look at Lauren. God, you look like you had a big bush. Hey, Lauren Big Bush, everybody. <laughs> For the rest of the trip, you can call her LBB. Lauren Big Bush. And the kids are all shitting in their pants and howling and everything. But you didn't tell any jokes. You made fun of Lauren. And... Uh, you fouled up the bathwater. That's right. You know, by the time I got in the bathwater, it was dirty, lukewarm, and there right. were pubic hairs floating around in it. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't let you sell your CD. But in my defense, even when I was, if I'd be going on last, I still wouldn't do any material. So no, that's cool. That's the I only mean, thing. But I do. But then, know, like, you left, and then you didn't even stick around and watch that. <laughs> that's not right. I actually was watching it from the, from oh, the okay. door. He was. He came back in. Yeah, sat with coming me. back in and forth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those guys that runs out and then runs back in, runs in, runs out. Runs I see. I'm not one of those guys that just sits in the back. But yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, but yeah. I love the fact that I fouled the bur- bathwater. I didn't think of it like that. I thought it was more like, look, I apologize that I swam in your pool when I said I wasn't going to swim in it. It was more like that. I didn't realize I'd taken a shit in it. So, Did you- <laughs> but at least I know enough to say sorry. Because I, when I accept the gig, I don't expect to go on right before the headliner. Right, because right, if somebody right. knows what I do, why would you book me to go right on before the headliner? Who right. has to do a half an hour when you only do fifteen? Right. So yeah, sorry, well, but at the same good. time, at least you said sorry. You know, <laughs> I didn't want y'all fired up and going on fucking that guy's fucking fucking. I love Ian Bag, <laughs> Jesus. And uh, whatever happened to that show you were doing, your talk show? I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a, it's kind of a radio show now. It's on XM. Oh, it was a oh fun, we did go uh, on yeah, XM. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, that's great. Want. It was a fun concept. I liked it. It was. It was. Uh, it was just a little bit ahead of its time. <laughs> 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 One of those things where we're doing it, and then uh, everybody else got a talk show, and then I'm still doing it on XM. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's, it, it was. Uh, it, it was fun because it was just a. It, 
it's a conversation. That's all it is. The whole theory is it's a conversation, and you want to be part of that conversation if you're in the audience or if you're on stage. That's the whole, that's the whole theory behind it. Where do you where is XM? Where do you do it out of XM? We do it out of well, probably soon to be out of here. Yeah, okay, just that. But we're doing it. We're doing it at Lovitz. in his sweaty uh, yeah. storage room. I'm like, do it at night when it's a little bit cooler. Um, I know it's a little hot in here. Sorry. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing at noon on Sunday on the hottest day of the year? Would you like to come to my place and sit inside. P.S. No air conditioning. Um, so it's out of Lovitz right now, but there's a company called Toad Hop. Sure, you're ahead of this guy. I kind of feel like there's some sort of head about to happen there, and there's going to be an explosion. Oh. And there's just going to be some people standing around, and Lovitz is going to own an empty studio. Good to know, because yeah. Toad Hop, so do you get, I opted not to do it. Do you get paid for, for doing the show? Or On not? XM? Yeah. Very little, maybe 24 bucks a week or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's crazy. Because like I've been writing for the Huffington Post, which oh, is yeah. cool. Yeah, that's great. But it doesn't pay anything. Right. Yeah. So there's like you know these really nice outlets yeah. that don't pay anything. But it's like, <laughs> I think they want to pay us. I don't get the feeling that they don't want to pay us. I get the feeling that there's really no revenue yet in those areas at least you got a place to do it because a lot of the xm shows i've been guests on not yours um are like out of out of like houses out of like this you know uh ingval does his out of his house or or his uh opener's house that's great though yeah yeah what's his show called uh here's your sign (laughs) here here, here's your radio show here's your your radio show (laughs) out of my house i like bill i can't back on bill is that what it's called though no, I think it's just the Bill Ingvall show. Oh. First of all, we talked about Huffington Post last week and how much I hate tweet them all the time. And uh, they keep telling me that. <laughs> really? Well, tell them, tell hey, them to get there. Uh, you want to talk to your buddy Murray for us? <laughs> tell, <laughs> them to, tell them we're doing the best we can. <laughs> tell them to get their headlines <laughs> get straight, man. Back a little bit. <laughs> I'll take her down. But uh, um, Ariana asked me to talk to you. <laughs> I love a place that can individually go to its haters. <laughs> they they posted or you posted one of yours. I, I want to say it was last Independence. No, it was last September 11th when you a show you did in Jakarta. Yeah, on like September 14th or something. Was it that close? It was like uh, two weeks later. Tell right us that after story. September 11th, I was in Jakarta, Indonesia, mm. the highest Muslim populated country in the world. And they were saying, um, don't leave the hotel. The, uh, you know, Americans or even European white people for fear of being confused Mm -hmm. as an American. And, um, you know, it was pretty tense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had, uh, finally they, they did the show and there was like, you know, bomb people checking stuff and they had metal detectors and, um, it was a good show, and then uh, I was there ten years later, like mm-hmm. right after the September, right right after we killed Osama bin Laden. Oh, so recently, it was a much different city, and the, they're a lot more chilled. The, there was a big festival in front of the hotel mm-hmm. on the street, and I went down and I was talking to these Muslim women, and they were, uh, you know, where are you from? And I almost said Canada, and I said I'm going to be American, <laughs> and uh, they told me they belonged to a Beatles club. And that they get together once a week and sing Beatles songs. Oh, that's cool. Really, my favorite Beatles song is We Can Work It Out. So we start singing, We Can Work It Out. So, I mean, you know, 10 years ago, I couldn't leave the hotel and it was this really tense place. And then 10 years later, I'm singing Beatles songs with Muslim girls and headdresses. So 
that was the the story. I remember. I remember uh, just kind of reading. I, I was. I think you wrote the article on Huffington Post also, and you kind of. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, but apparently they couldn't get anybody for the show, or a bunch oh, of people yeah, bailed, yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah. they pulled like a really <laughs> shitty musician. Well, it was funny. No, no, magician. Or I'm thank you for reminding me of the best part of the story. <laughs> um, the it, there was two English comedians and me, mm-hmm. and so right after September 11th, which who would you think would be the one that would not show up? It would be the American, right? Right. Fuck that! I ain't going. And I called the American Embassy in London. They said, "Yeah, just be diligent." Whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> the promoter had to find. Do your homework. <laughs> he had to find uh, a replacement ex, and so there was only there was like a Australian cruise ship docked there or something. So he gets these two acts, and the first guy is a sleight of hand magician, which I personally hate magic. Sure. I think it's the most. I, I do a joke whenever I see a magician do a trick. I like to yell, "Burn him! He's a witch!" <laughs> you know, I just I, I, I'm not amused by it, and. And sleight of hand might be interesting at a table if you're into magic, but to a room full of 300 people, sleight of hand magic isn't going to work. Yeah. And this guy died a horrific death. And then the next act is Kangaroo Luke. <laughs> this right. guy comes out. We're having and Kangaroo he's, Luke he's on next week. He's dressed head to toe like Crocodile Dundee. And he walks out and he goes, This is his opening line. He goes, I goes, I'm Kangaroo... Uh, oh, it's Kangaroo Jack. That's it. He goes, I'm Kangaroo Jack. I throw my boomerang and it comes right back. <laughs> <laughs> this is his opening line. And it gets nothing. And the guy, like, just... Uh, he, he's... Uh, I remember his big joke. Um, his wife comes home and he's got his dick in the peanut butter. And she says, what are you doing? I told you I was fucking nuts. <laughs> So, so how can you be mad at me? So <laughs> exactly, exactly. How can you be at least, up at least me? you entertained them. <laughs> at least you elicited laughter from the people. So anyway, so that, you know, and then we can't leave the hotel. It's after September 11th. Oh, I thought you meant because of those jokes. <laughs> so uh, you know, we're having a. There, there's really no one else to hang out with, and I'm having a beer with him after the show, and I keep going. You know, Jack, and another thing, Jack, and you know, Jack. And finally he stops me and he goes, mate, please call me Luke. My real name is Luke. And I say, oh, why aren't you kangaroo Luke? And he says, because Luke doesn't rhyme with me boomerang coming back. <laughs> the guy oh changed his God. name, whole name. <laughs> for a joke that's not funny. <laughs> I've since seen him. He's a wonderful guy. Right, he's, right. he's out of comedy, but... Um, <laughs> And I, I walked out there and I said, uh, I've never seen a foreign audience so happy to see an American before. Yeah. And boom, it's, you know, killed. Okay. How do you feel about uh, all Americans claiming uh, Canadian status? I claim I'm American, so it's okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't care. Are you a citizen here? Not yet. No. You're from Canada. I'm from Canada. Middle of a green card, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have to... Do, do you have to get a permit to work down here? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Or I a get, visa? Uh, I get a work visa every two years, and once it ran out, and the lawyer that I had screwed up on it, he, mm. said, he spelled my name wrong and said that I was a scientist mm. and all this stuff, so I was deported for about eight weeks. Oh, really? Yes. Canadian deportation is completely different than south of the border deportation. No van is sent for you. You actually get a letter in the mail asking you to leave mm-hmm. uh, to buy a plane ticket by a certain 
time and date, and once you uh, have flown on the ticket, to send the ticket to a certain certain uh, government office, and they'll look at it to make sure you left. Wow. Oh, wow. It's very, one of the most calm deportations I've ever had. Wow. Only deportation, but most calm. Because uh, I've seen it on TV, and it sounded like there was going to be a van, and then there was going to be a plane, and I might be the last person dropped off on that plane. But no. No, I had to buy my own ticket. Yeah, yeah. Business class deportation. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't even. Didn't you call car. him and say, "I want to ride in the van"? Like, yeah. the Mexican <laughs> guy. I'm not leaving. Come get me. <laughs> oh, you're leaving, sir. We'll call your parents. How many? Because uh, Tom, you travel the world. The world. The world doing stand up. I mean, do you have to? I mean, is, it, is there? How is that visa process? Is that rough? Uh, the promoters always set those things. Oh, okay. Yeah, like when you go to England, you know, someone always gets a work permit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. And you, do you have a citizenship anywhere? I'm a United States citizen. <laughs> okay, yeah. but do you have? You don't really reside anywhere, though. Uh, no, no. Uh, these shoes. These shoes. That's these it. Where I live. That's right. I remember these when shoes. I first met Tom. I knew I liked him because uh, I asked him, "Hey, where do you live?" And he points at his shoes, and I said, "Oh, cool." And then within two minutes later, he called me a faggot for no reason. Tell I don't me. know why. Yeah, but well, I like to borrow his shoes. Try to live where he lives because I compliment. I don't know, but nice. after that, I was like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> I, 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 I do think you're a bundle of sticks <laughs> Oh, look at me Going old school Old school Why did I call you a faggot? I don't know For some reason I don't remember I, I only It was funny Ever used that word in a very loving way Well, I In bathhouses yeah. <laughs> Where do you like live? I <laughs> You got a problem with that? Come on. Two men can't bathe in a Turkish bathhouse without coming. Somebody without come. Apologize. You uh, prefer Canadian audiences over Americans? No, not at all. Really? Not Americans all. over Canadians? Uh, I think Canadians are on not as good as everybody says they are. Tom? I think Canadian audiences are great. Vancouver, God, that they can be good, but they're wonderful. They're uh, you know, Montreal is always wonderful. But Montreal I mean, is full of everybody else, though. You have to realize that is a trick. Women well, I mean, have gone there when it wasn't the festival right, as well. At Jimbo's, you Jimbo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you actually ask around, it's mostly people that have moved to Montreal. So it's a trick. If you actually played for the people of Montreal, they'd be wanting half in French and half in English because they are very staunch separation people. Tabernacle. Tabernacle. Mm-hmm. I dated a girl from Montreal, and when Montreal Quebecois people, when they get upset, they say these things in a cathedral. Right, like tabernacle is uh, the equivalent of like motherfucker, uh, and it's really adorable. It this is old style French that they. But it's funny because the Mormons have the tabernacle choir, right. which always made me think it was the motherfucking choir. <laughs> <laughs> See how I set you up with that? I, I know, just put weird. the, I just threw the ball up and you slammed like, it. That, that was great. <laughs> now is, ta- is that like is it a cuss word tabernacle or is just yeah? A- yeah oh, but really? it's like a substitute cuss word. Oh, like darn for us for damn or oh, it's just it's something of it's something of Quebecois culture mm-hmm. that like French France people don't say that it's yeah. a, it's a it, I think it's adorable yeah have you ever performed in France I was in Paris two weeks ago oh yeah yeah how did that go uh, say magnifique oh <laughs> all right what what, cl- what 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 what's There's what are the names of the there, clubs uh, Carol Beer British uh-huh. gentleman who's lived there since 1966. And he's, bringing, he's been bringing over um, English language comedy for about, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Mostly British guys, lots mm-hmm. of Canadians. I've done it. Rich Hall's done it a lot. Greg Proops has done it. Um, and there's a young American kid 
there now called Sebastian Marx. And he, uh, he's, there's a little English scene that he started of expats that live there. And then also a little French scene. So this guy, he's really cool. He's from New York City. I just met him when I was over there. And he's lived over there for like eight years. And uh, I saw him do a set in French. Oh, wow. It was killing. It was awesome. And he's an American guy. And so he's doing a really cool thing over there. So there's, um, there's, so there's actually two gigs. Over mm-hmm. there, Carol Beer and Sebastian Marks. Is there, are there club names or are they theaters? No, or? they're in a uh, little... Um, uh, Carol does his at La Java. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian has a theater and some little club somewhere. It's funny how it's always a British guy in no matter what city. Well, you got to thank the Brits for that. They, they, yeah. You know, British people are all over the world, and British people love comedy. So and there's a great gig in Hong Kong, the, that Hong Kong tour. Mm-hmm. You do it, it's either Hong Kong and China mm-hmm. or Hong Kong and Thailand. Um, Started by Brits. And it's mostly British people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's Canadians, Americans, Australians, Irish. I mean, we really won the lottery when it comes to language, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of mofos speaking English. Mm-hmm. Do you have a particular country you like to perform more in? Uh, I'm getting off on London right now. Yeah. It's been a few years since I was over there, and I was just over there two months ago. Uh, you know, British people are a hoot. They, they, there's so much self-loathing and, um, you know, gloomy, complaining. Uh, I, I, they, I, they, they're hilarious people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love the States, San Francisco, Atlanta. I love uh, Sydney. Playing mm-hmm. in, at the Comedy Store in Sydney is oh, yeah, a monster place. I just had an uh, Australian comic named Monty Franklin on the other day. He was talking about the festival. Did you guys ever do that festival? I've, mm-hmm. done, I've done Melbourne, yeah. Yeah, yeah? yeah. What's, it, what's it like, Ian? It's fun, yeah. Who's it's great, fun? yeah. I mean, it's it like fun? Montreal, but it's a month. Montreal, but a month. <laughs> it's a month you, long? You have a chance of kind of making a lot of money. Like, yeah. Arj Barker does like a million dollars worth of ticket sales over there. Oh, yeah, Arch, Arch is living over there. Yeah, Arch is huge down there. Huge. That's fun. I go, I've done it, I did it last year and the year before, and it was good money. I'm going back to Sydney and Melbourne for in August. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you playing in Sydney? Uh, Comedy Square. Yo, good. And then, uh, I don't know what which one I'm doing in Melbourne, but... Yeah, the guy Elia, who owns it and runs it now, is what a wonderful guy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good guys over there. They're good still, people. It's still kind of at the infancy comedy over there, you know. It's still, it's not, you know, that, that grip that America has on comedy. Right. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, podcasts are huge over there. You get a lot of listeners down in Australia. What's up, Australia? Isn't there a comedy yeah. store in uh, London? Yes, yes, and none of them are affiliated. Yeah, with the, but I hear it's great. The, the the comedy store in London is one of my favorite rooms in the world. Yeah, it's a great room. Yeah, I mean, like, um, better than drugs or sex. Standing on stage, killing there. Really, it's like, it's amazing. And then and then you go up to the other one, which is in uh, Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, it's nothing like that. Yeah, no, it's more like a theater. <laughs> really? It's more like a theater and violence. Yeah, and orange girls. Yeah, orange girls. Yeah, because they don't spray tans spray in the. Tan, they oh, really? Tans, so they're very yeah. Uh, Cause, oh, that's funny. There's my buddy was telling me the story about uh, to get to the hotel. Most of the guys you have to go through a fairly violent part of town, so there's guys that like to risk getting their money back to the hotel. Well, like going through the part part of town. <laughs> really, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Those are good times when you just you take you your money, fight your way home. Yeah. I'll take my money, cash. So Manchester's a shady town, or just a part of it? It's just, uh, just tough. Just, yeah. just a tough town, you know? Just really? hard working people. They're bridge and tunnel people. They're, they're Aren't the Smiths from the band? A lot Smiths of great bands. From Manchester? You know, 
you know, gloomy weather and yeah. uh, industrial cities produce wonderful music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you need, man. Who you wants know? happy, poppy music? I about it. Living in a nice place just doesn't create nice art. Yeah. It's great living, but shit for you getting things done. That's there's, why I do this podcast no in a sweaty. out of Hawaii, yeah, you know? <laughs> Not good football teams either. They're just kind of like, right. yeah, why would you practice hard? Ooh. I hear the hecklers in England are, it's, it's like a sport over there. Yeah. But I think they respect you. Like they try, they test you, but then when you, when you respond to them, they kind of respect you. Whereas an American heckler actually has anger than them. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's a, we just, uh, I don't like to do topical stuff on this, but that whole rage against Tosh came out this past week about his rape jokes or whatever. And then Tammy Pescatelli. I just saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I read that. I got home last night. Jacksonville, some woman threw a glass at her and threw a glass of wine at her. And then last night. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Eddie Griffin. Is that some woman threw a glass of wine at him and then poured water on her? Yeah. It was, that was up at Tommy T's, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Up at Tommy T's in Pleasanton. California and uh, man, yeah. So that doesn't sound very pleasant. That is <laughs> not wrong town for that. Have you ever had uh, a br- cake and been fed to each of them? <laughs> Brings us to a spot I like to. Uh, I'm trying to brand on this show called uh, "Things That Have Been Thrown at You" on stage. Oh. Anything? Mm, I'm sure somebody's thrown something. I I, did, I remember at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale once. Um, a guy came on stage and big burly drunk guy. And just pulled the microphone out of my hand. Oh, really? I want to tell a joke. Ugh. And then, you know, he he told his joke. And they had a piano on stage back then. I just sat down, you know. Mm. And, the guy, <laughs> and then the guy tells his joke in nothing. Sure. And then he, you know, gets off. And I picked the microphone back up. And I said, uh, I just want to ask the staff who works here, um, after how many times him stabbing me would you have approached this <laughs> i mean nobody did anything right which shows you i guess like the tammy pescatelli thing that you know you know comedians are vulnerable i mean yeah. you know i mean how quick can be like the comedy store in london has got they police That's the room the there's back. little cameras where they're watching the audience and they've got uh very large professional people to swoop in um but like a lot of clubs I mean, somebody you know could beat the shit out of you by the time the doorman got from yeah, they'd be driving down talking the to some waitress to yeah. even realizing what was going on. <laughs> yeah, a lot of most rooms are not policed well at all. I had uh, I've had a couple things. I've had more than a couple things thrown at me. Uh, um, but the last time was in Dallas in uh, in uh, Matt one of the improvs there. Mm-hmm. This huge black guy, like must have been about seven feet tall. And he had a neck tattoo, so I had to talk to him. So I just asked him what he did, and he said he was a gangbanger. So I said, what number do you usually go in the gangbang? And he did not find that funny at all. And he chucked a glass at me, and I just remember it being slow motion. The glass was thrown. I stepped out of the way. The glass hit the brick wall behind me, fell to the ground, but didn't break. And I could hear, like, some tough guys in the room just go, like this. <laughs> and i said to him i said uh less squats more shoulders and i was like fuck that could be the last thing i ever say and he turned and ran out of the room it's weird it's weird what goes on sometimes oh wow yeah like i've had some i've had some interesting things where the guys are like pretty like tough and then they get up to you and then they're not tough anymore but it doesn't sound like the guy in 
in in uh, Rooster Tees was angry at you at all. He just he was no. Like, he was it's just my some, turn. Yeah, he just yeah. was some big. He just was some big mindless drunkard right. and he probably run. just you know came in from you know chopping down redwood trees or something spending his money in the city who knows what his story was right um a few years ago you know rich hall's an old friend of mine he uh has got a ranch in montana and i spent a month oh where at outside of livingston oh get it really and i'm in livingston all the time livingston is a magic place oh yeah it's great and me and my wife had them you know we're swimming in rivers and riding horses just had the most wonderful month there um and i grew up obsessed with native americans mm-hmm. especially uh the ogallaga sioux and the native americans of montana you know crazy horse and sitting bull and they they pretty much them and the seminoles i think had the the happiest stories yeah. where they never gave up and some of them survived the sioux went to canada and were protected the seminoles were protected by the everglades mm-hmm. they couldn't be fully found um so we're i thought it's notorious this tour in uh the triple run these these terrible one-nighters in montana oh sure they've been brought up several times never needed to do it sure i just thought for shits and giggles i would do this because i was in montana let's see you know how tough these gigs are so we're in missoula which is like cool college town but we're not anywhere near downtown cool college town. The Broadway Inn and Conference Center is out by the airport. And the audience was tiny. And there was this guy, drunk, heckler, dick. And he's talking to us after the show. And he's with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. And they were uh, Blackfoot Indians from like about 100 miles north or something. And they lived there. And this guy is just... A, dick and he's like come on do a shot with me what you don't want to do a shot with a with a dirty indian um on the con- contrary sir i <laughs> don't want to do shots because i'm over 40 it has nothing to do with your ethnicity but 20 you know. years ago i would have done shots with a dirty indian <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean it's just but, it, but so so anyway and he's going you know i i got and he's just man this guy was so grating and annoying and uh, he's like, I, he, he goes, I got coke, man. If you want, he goes, I deal coke out of this place. If you need any coke, I'm the dealer here. I've, you, you, need, you know, I'm the coke guy. And I say, so does that mean your Indian name is Deals Coke at the Broadway Inn and Conference Center? <laughs> and this guy hit the fucking roof. And his two buddies had to hold him back, and they dragged him out of there and everything. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'm. I'm the one guy who cares about Native Americans, who's read all their books, bury my heart at wounded knee, and all these other, you know, uh, and studied, I know, and the, the one Native American I meet is the biggest douche, you know? I love Where's it. my crazy horse? I know? love the fact that he got to fire it up, that you gave him a job and a purpose. When he was a dirty Indian, he was fine with it. <laughs> you gave him a job and a purpose. <laughs> Deals with coke. Oh, the conference center. <laughs> now, did you just do a show up and do a guest spot, or did you call the Tribble? Got Tribble? And... I I I did the, I did like three gigs while I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they were just equally all awful. Well, Butte was okay. Butte, yeah. Butte was. Uh, they were a really good audience, mm-hmm. and that's Evil Knievel's hometown. I oh, wanted I to go to that. Evil Knievel's grave, mm-hmm. and um, I, I met this guy who was Evil Knievel's bodyguard. Gene Sullivan, mm-hmm. and then he became a born again Christian because the Bible says to turn away from evil. 
Uh, his, his joke. Yeah. And he does his own thing where he does, uh, it's, you can see his thing, jumpforjesus.net. And he jumps through fire on a motorcycle. And he's got the leather jumpsuit, but it's got a big cross on his chest. And a fascinating guy. Oh, wow. And, uh, and the jump has a purpose and meaning. The, the, the jump itself is your leap of faith. You bre- break into the firewall is your temptation and sin. And then your safe landing is your redemption and believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, you know, it, it, I, I thought Butte was really cool. That is cool. That's a, that's a lot of thought into, into daredevil. What's he called? Kevin Heaven? The guy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> jump for Jesus. Jump for Jesus. Gene Sullivan. Gene he Sullivan. can't call himself uh, a daredevil, and I, and though. Did, and then I did Bozeman, which is a dare, dare, <laughs> dare angel. Dare angel. <laughs> dare God. Sorry. Uh, Bozeman? Which is uh, another cool it's college It's a great town. town. My brother teaches was, at the, the university. The sound was broke. It was just... And Rich Hall emceed. And he's an Emmy winner. <laughs> and nobody's... There's like, there's like 20 people there and nobody's... They're all at the bar talking. Look at these shit. faggots telling their poems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, I love... I'm a huge... I've never met Rich. I'm a huge fan of his. I think he's great. You're not... I think he's great. He lived in England for a long time, didn't he? He still does. Oh, okay. So he's just got yeah. the ranch there? Uh, no, and he's got a wife and daughter in London. Oh, okay. Now I have to go back to you. So you don't want to do shots with him, but he figures the next... <laughs> that I'll do cook. But yeah. The, the, okay. I just <laughs> I never get that jump. I want to do a shot now. How about some blow? Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, why don't you lead off with that? Now we're talking. Do you have a series of like uh, famous shitty one-nighters in Canada? Uh, I think all of them, except for the nine cities that are up there. Oh, really? That's like, when you say Canada's good audiences, like, there's nine You're cities. You're thinking of the province yeah, gigs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking like, UK, Vancouver's fantastic. Right. But anything outside of Vancouver, it's a good chance you're going to hear from the back of the room, you broke the piece. So, and then, and then Alberta has got the most uneducated millionaires in the world because the oil sands that are up there and they're making a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. So that's never a good thing. <clears throat> Lots of money and no education means I'm right and I can't tell you exactly why I'm right. Yeah. So you're going to hear a lot of that. And Edmonton, which is fun, which is just outside of there, and Calgary can be fun, which are the cities again. Winnipeg. I like Calgary. I did that room uh, last year, the comic strip. The com- yeah. Or yeah. The, the, at the Blackfoot. The Blackfoot Inn, yeah, yeah. So no you relation. must love that. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Do you sell it everywhere? Um, and then Winnipeg is, I don't consider that a city. I consider that a place where you bought a cheap house and now you can't get rid of it. Yeah. And then these eyes, and then Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah, and what then, was his name? Uh, He's got a, the Burton uh, Cummings. Burton Cummings. He's but the also Burton the Cummings other, Theater there. But also the other two guys are from there too, right? The uh, the Bachmans. Oh, Bachman, Bachman and Turner, Turner Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. Which was taking care of me yeah. from the Guess Who, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, one of them was in the Guess Who, weren't they? Yeah. Well, the yeah. Guess Who, yeah. The, that's um, Burton that's Cummings. Burton Cummings. And, yeah, those guys. And they're from Winnipeg, and then and then Saskatchewan doesn't really the population doesn't go over a hundred thousand anywhere, so it's just basically one field of people. And then Toronto, I think Toronto's fun. Toronto's yeah. a lot of fun. And Ottawa, and then Montreal, and then Halifax. We just covered all of Canada. That's all of Canada. That's all of Canada. <laughs> and then where the Ice Road Truckers films. <laughs> Ooh, where's that? Way up north. I've never seen that show. Yellowknife. I met a guy in Holland who told me that uh, if he ever had a daughter, he wanted to name her Saskatchewan. He thought it was pre- <laughs> thought it was a pretty name. <laughs> and he has regular spelling. <laughs> you know, guy's like looking at maps or something. You know? <laughs> That's a good name for a daughter. 
Saskatchewan. <laughs> so if you're ever if you're ever at a Toys R Us and you hear a guy yell that across the store, you'll know. Nope, we don't have that cup. <laughs> so and uh, you're out of you you come from Florida, right, Tom? I yeah, I grew up there and started comedy We're in Orlando. Florida. Oh, Orlando. What was a series of one nighters, open mic one nighters kind of thing? A lot of one nighters yeah. around Florida. What year was this? This is late I started 80s? in '84. Oh, oh, really? You yeah. must have been young. Seventeen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then I went right on the road at eighteen after I graduated high school. How's Florida comedy you scene? Jim Brewer, right? You out of the same place? The, you know what? I mean, for because Florida had a bad reputation for a long time. Yeah. It was really. Well, it was like a lot. It was a lot of like hacky New York guys mm-hmm. down there. Um. And there were a lot of a lot of rough one nighters, but you think about the comedians that were there at the time. Um, Brian Regan, mm-hmm. I worked with all the time, and Brian Regan, I remember doing biker bars with him in Daytona, in front of bikers, and he was still squeaky clean. He never deviated from the guy that he is. He didn't have some secret five minute, you know, dick hunk. Uh, and Jim Brewer was around. Okay, um, you know. Uh, geez, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, mm-hmm. Carrot Top. Um, it was a lot of comedians. Like I guess I never Tosh really thought about that. Orlando as well. Is yeah, he? is he Orlando? I thought uh, he was a Southern California kid. No, he's Tampa. from. Yeah, I think um, I think he's from Titusville or something, yeah, something and like grew up in Orlando, something okay. like that. Well, that's cool. That's a good. That's a good, good little kid. circle to run around. Funniest with. Rape, rape jokes in the business. <laughs> and then I remember. Well, I love Daniel. Ah, he's he's always been super cool to me. The show's funny. I don't get where where stand up went from. I don't enjoy this. I'm out of here too. I don't enjoy this, and here's why, and everybody must know. Is that the internet that changed it, or is that just people are just tired of being ignored or something? Sort of. Why? What the woman? The woman's writing yeah, stuff. Well, she writes a blog. And she says she doesn't know who Titus uh, uh, Tosh. Tosh was, but she's able to write down his name. Because if if you left someplace and you didn't enjoy someplace, you would just say comedian, wouldn't you? You wouldn't know the guy's name and what show he's on. So I found it kind of bullshit and kind of a weird thing to, mm. to be able to... I think you're right. I think it's the internet. I think it's the, hey, look at me. I'm yeah. somebody, yeah. you know. Um, some guy I went to high school with told me he has a car blog you know i mean every, everybody's it's like i couldn't think of anything it's more uninteresting than your wait a minute you've never had a, a fucking intelligent thought in your entire life and yet you're writing a car blog well with a lot of spelling mistakes. step on gas it's weird Stop that people at red light i like twitter for the fact that you have to blog in 140 characters yeah i think that's that's kind of an interesting way to take out take out things and i don't i try not to have more hate than like on twitter because i because i think somehow the internet has become a way to get out your anger about things but at the same time it's also become if i say something nice nobody pays attention to me right Mm -hmm. i just kind of fit in the old mold but people will respond if i say faggot Mm -hmm. right so i don't don't know Hmm. yeah i I like twitter i like twitter just for the fact that you have to, like you said, 140, you have to get a joke, the joke you want in 140 characters. Yeah. Now you can't get 141. And yeah. then you get, and that really makes you pick and choose your yeah. words. 
you know, right. And it's, I don't I like it a lot just for that. It's like, oh, I didn't really need these other five words. I didn't realize I didn't need. Helps you trim on. Till I couldn't, till I couldn't use them. You're on Twitter, right, Tom? Underscore Tom Rhodes. Underscore Tom Rhodes. At Ian. No underscore. Just Ian Bag. Just Ian Bag. I'm pretty original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're heading out to Canada tomorrow, yeah? I'm going to Canada for two days. And then. Where are you going? I'm going to, I'm going to a golf tournament. Uh-huh. In Kelowna, I'm just gonna go hit some balls and tell some jokes at night for a bunch of NHL guys, and then I'm out. And then uh, for August, I'm doing South Africa, and then. Uh, and then oh, you doing the comedy festival? Yeah, nice. Too, so, Johannesburg and Durban. Yeah. So. Nice, never done it. Uh, I want to congratulate you as a Canadian um, for your first real psycho killer guy. The, the, <laughs> oh my God, Canada never has psycho killers, and this guy literally he cut up that. His gay Chinese lover, and then he on, mailed his parts all over yeah, the country. Yeah. Congratulations! One, one in a lake, but that's our second. Our other guy was the guy that cut the guy's head off. Head off on, on the, the bus. bus. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was an American riding a bus. No, he no. was. He was actually a Chinese guy. Yeah. That had moved to Canada, rode a bus, and then a uh, well, year and a half and later, cut off someone's head on, on the bus. The guy next to him. Yeah. I mean, and like other people were sleeping. How mm-hmm. can you? How can you get through the cartilage and the neck bone? He's apparently really good. Just. Large he gets through knives. Yeah. <laughs> really good he had those really great Chinese yeah. knives. And it was, and it was, it was really not tasteful when he flipped it and caught it in his pocket. That was really nice. But he was like, apparently, he was the little show businessy because he was like licking the head and stuff in the like Come get me. How long? That wasn't that long ago. It was like a year and a half. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, as a people, are you really kind of proud? Well, of you know, honestly, because I like it because everybody's all oh, those Canadians. You know, and then it was like, Oh, maybe. We're nice. But then once in a while. <laughs> Snap. I always say that it's only only like the happiest stories come out of Canada. Yeah, you yeah. never hear like really gruesome stories. Uh, in the last 10, 15 years in British Columbia along the coast, all these human feet have washed up on shore uh, and they're yeah. always in running shoes. And yeah. so for the last 10 or 15 years, they've thought, you know, maybe it's a, a psycho killer or maybe it's a gruesome mob thing where they're cutting off people's feet and i was in vancouver like three or four months ago and oceanographers said no actually it's not uh, a serial killer um it's suicides off of the vancouver bridges Ooh. and the fish eat the bodies but they can't get to the feet inside the running shoes isn't that a happy story? <laughs> to know that there's not a killer on the list? Yeah, yeah, we're really happy about Canada, it. Canada, you guys are just... And we're recycling the shoes, too. That's... <laughs> so, are there a lot of suicides in Vancouver? Are you kidding? It rains all the time there. Oh, it's a huge... Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Jeff Stilson used to have the joke about uh, uh, Seattle had the most uh, suicides ever. It was a do-it-yourself kind of town. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're playing a charity tournament tomorrow? Is that it? Uh, no, it's. I have no idea Honestly, I don't. I'm just going. It's, so, are you into NHL and all that? Yeah, yeah, I play hockey and all That's that. That's the thing I like the most about Canada. You know, is that they they they're really a welcoming com- country as far as immigrants and and you know it's always people from war torn countries yeah. and uh, I, I it's the thing I love the most about Canada is you'll you'll see like dark skinned Indian kids or like mm-hmm. Muslim kids and they're all wearing hockey shit. 
Yeah. You know, they're all into hockey. Well, I, I think up, that's what unites Canadians. I grew up near Alaska, and I I would say that we are more State diverse. dropper. Yeah. <laughs> but we are more diverse than any other city that I've ever lived in. I grew up a town of 10,000 people, but there was Ravi Chokar and Pinder Takar and, and, uh, and Edwin Ozututu, and we're all on the same hockey team. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah. cool. Like it, was, it was crazy. So, yeah. That's awesome. What's yeah. the name of your town? Terrace, British Columbia, near Prince Rupert. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, we don't usually we don't usually make it on a map where one of those. Yeah. Places. Where's wow. Pete Johansson from? He's from Kelowna, which is down near uh, Vancouver. Craig mm-hmm. Campbell, uh, yeah, uh, Calgary. Um, who else? Um, who else would you know that hangs out over there? Glenn Wool. Glenn Wool. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's from, he's from Hunter, up there. He's from Hunter Mile House. Okay, yeah. where's what, he living now? Which is the best name for a city ever? What is Hunter it? Mile House. Hundred Mile House. <laughs> but I've always looked at maps and I've never figured out from where. <laughs> it doesn't. It's like it's not a hundred miles from anywhere. I'm like, was there a city that I'm not aware of? So, Do you ever go across the border to do that? What's that club in Juneau? I've done it, but when I lived down here. Oh yeah, what's it yeah, called? Yeah, something Sparkles or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was I remember Stan- yeah. Stanhope used to do it all the time. It was just it was, it's just like a bar. It's not yeah like, yeah. Yeah, and Fairbanks has some great gigs too. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, I've been to uh, Nome. Mm-hmm. I did a show in Nome, which was fun. It was silence for about the first five minutes, and then just some deep voice at the back of the room said, "He's okay," and they all started having fun. Right. Then, you know, there was a one guy who <laughs> has to approve you yeah. for the audience, <laughs> right? So, and then uh, he was the town approver. <laughs> uh, I played correct. in Juneau, uh, Fairbanks, and uh, Anchorage. What's the one in Juneau? And Ketchikan. Uh, it was a, I guess that place you're talking about, Sparkles. Yeah, Sparkles, yeah, it was like kind of a disco. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then the Juno gig was really nice. That was years ago. Uh, um, but what's the name of the place in Anchorage? It's uh, you it got just, sawdust on the floor. I've never been to that one, but it's like three levels, right, or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's all these different. Um, uh, they keep they added onto it like the the last place in civilization before you went out to the. You know, Yukon or whatever. Kodiak something or something? It was this bar. And in the 1964 earthquake, it like tilted over. It's called the Birdhouse. So they bought it, moved it to Anchorage, and like stuck it on the back of this, their bar. (laughs) Uh, It's a a name. Jesus, Uh, what's the name of the place? I don't know. Um, Chilkoot Charlie's. That's the name of the joint. (laughs) Chilkoot Charlie's? You want to get shot in Anchorage. No, there (laughs) are good people. And Stanhope still does it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen. He's he's coming through town. I'm gonna to try and get him on the show. I haven't seen him since he moved. Where's he living? I think he's Arizona, Bisbee, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it weird to is it is it weird or cool to kind of cross paths with people you know, like in other countries on the road? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because I know it's like I do it in the states, and it's cool. It's got to be really just when you don't know they're there. It's freaky. Yeah. When you run into somebody in Bangladesh. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Can, can I not do any gig by myself? <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, let's. Uh, I just want to talk to uh, Tom real quick. Tell us about that uh, show in Amsterdam you used to do, that late night talk show. Uh, it was like a late night talk show. Great. Thanks a lot, guys, for coming on. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was you know Dutch celebrities. We had a few Americans on. Uh-huh. I showed Tenacious D oh, cool. in Amsterdam. Cool. That's on YouTube. Uh, Steve O came on, stapled mm-hmm. his scrotum to his thigh. Right. Perfect. And you can show anything on Dutch. Oh, television. really? I put that on YouTube, and then they gave me a warning and took it down because there was nudity. Like, have you so seen on his? TV. Have you seen his nutsack? Right, right. It's not nudity. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. How long did that uh, show run? Uh, two years. Two and years. Then the same network. Let me do a travel show. Oh, that's great. 
Oh, that's perfect for yeah. you. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Well, that's awesome. Uh, was that the one you did on Comedy Central? The well, travel show that was on Comedy No. Um, I did a thing called Viva Vietnam oh, for yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Comedy Central, yeah. where I went to Vietnam. You were all over Comedy Central when they first started. In the 90s, yeah. yeah. Where's the thanks now, huh? <laughs> you must be thrilled about DirecTV. Yeah, take it off. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like Rod Stewart when MTV first came out. It was like 38 Rod Stewart videos on there on MTV. Couldn't you have picked anyone cooler than Rod Stewart? I mean, <laughs> well, nobody. <laughs> why, do, why, do, why do I have to be semen belly guy? I, mean, I thought I'd seen your head turn a little bit when he said Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was in the faces. That was a good band. Faces was great. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stewart took over there. Faces were good too. Yeah, yeah. So he's not that bad. And he covered a Robbie Robertson song, and I'm a big fan of the band. So Which Robbie Robertson song? Uh, broken Arrow. Love that song. It's a great song. Who else is going to bring you a Broken Arrow? Oh. Who else is going to bring you a Bottle of Rain? Mm-hmm. Hence his love of Indians. I was going to say, it all comes around. Robbie Robertson, yeah. one of Canada's finest. Yeah, that's right. He's a Canuck. He's a Canuck. What, the band? Yeah. With all those guys? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't some of the guys that we were talking about earlier, though, in the band as well? Wasn't uh, we we're talking about uh, uh, Bachman and those guys? Yeah, it wasn't. No. What's his face? No. What's the guy with the mustache that we we're talking about earlier? Burton Cummings. No, no he no, was no. never in the band. Never in the band. No, no. The band, the band was a solid. They never had anybody change Lee out. Lee Helm who just died. Yeah. Uh, Rick Danko died. That's the only in the way 80s. out of the band was death. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. I love how Van Morrison comes out and he just like. Steal this the show. Oh he's, yeah, he's amazing. Talking about uh, the last waltz, right? Yeah, yeah. Martin Scorsese. Yes. Yeah, directed the band's final concert, and everybody came out and saw it. So what? I rated one of the best concert movies ever. You should look it up. Has a lot of Canadians in it. I'm not gonna look it up, but I love the fact that Martin Scorsese directed it. That's just it just blows my mind sometimes. Like uh, I did that. You probably did a set too for that. Um, that movie that that Adam Sandler did with the comedian or whatever it was. Uh, oh no! Oh, yeah, um, I didn't. What was it punchline? No. Oh, wow. yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, they taped a bunch of us doing half-hour sets. Oh well. And then the the director of photography was the guy that did Saving Private Ryan. Oh well. I'm just like. A little bit overshoot there, right? <laughs> uh, just, I don't even move on stage. I don't know if we need a guy that can do explosions and everything like that. So. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. And uh, Murray, uh, it was a pleasure. Tom, Ian, I'm glad we cleared up the bathwater thing. You know, I bring Were people together. No, not whatsoever. No, okay. no, no. But I was like, oh, I'm going to call him on it. Right. You know. I was excited. I thought it was going to get awkward in here, man. Did you? Oh, oh yeah. no, no, no. I was no, kind of looking I'm, forward to it. I'm a big fan. I love what you, I thought it was really funny. I didn't mean to shit in your bathtub. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a little inconsiderate. But fuck it, it's comedy. And well, that's, the, just, that's the benefit of going on uh, before, you know, yeah. earlier in the show. Like, yeah. that's the one benefit the MC has is all the premises are open, you know, and people, young comedians bitch about, oh, I have to open. And, all you, when you get on stage, you you the, you can talk about anything. You're yeah. first in the toy box, yeah. right? And if so, you know, yeah. if somebody else, you know, fuck whatever. I don't I, watch yeah. guys before I go on because of that. But it also, if you don't watch guys before you go on, you don't know. It's still, it's still, it's still wide open. Like it doesn't matter because a lot of guys will watch and go, "He fucked it up because he talked about that." But seriously, 
for the most part, my head will never work the same as your head. Right. His head will never mm-hmm. work the same as my head. You, you can you can put on the same pair of skates and skate a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. So or that's why I don't look at somebody because I don't I don't. My big thing for a while there uh, was I just felt angry going on stage because I was watching shit before I went on stage. Right. And then I decided I'd rather like people and not know what they do. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So I just don't watch. So anybody can do whatever they want before mm-hmm. me. Shit in my bathtub. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, where can we catch catch you? You're going to Canada, then you're going to Kansas City is my next. Are you are you IanBag.com? Can we Ian get all this? IanBag.com. But they Kansas City. Lots next week. of crazy women, and uh, I'm a gonna get me one. No. no? Yeah. Kansas well, City. Kansas City. Hey, you know hey, that hey. song? You know that I know song? song right sorry, it's sorry, it's not written by Triumph. It's the only other Triumph band. Triumph was a great band. That Out of Canada, album, right? Really good. I'm young, I'm wild, and I'm free. <laughs> they always <laughs> wanted to be Rush, right? That's what I was going to say. Did they want to be Rush? Did they want to be, or did Rush want to be them? I think they wanted to be Rush. The best part about Rush is when they got so rich. At one point, they tried to buy the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, really? Wow. That would like, and they're still completely loaded. But they put in a bid to buy the Toronto Blue Jays, which would have been that would have been awesome. <laughs> That would have been great. Oh, just everybody <laughs> just would have rush all playing all over the stadium. That would be great. <laughs> and uh, where can we catch you, Tom? I'm in Las Vegas. Oh, next week, right? Next week at Brad Garrett's. Okay, then cool. San Diego American Comedy Company. Mm-hmm. Then the Ice House in Pasadena. Oh, you're coming back to the Ice House. Yeah. Oh, when is that? A few weeks? August 1st and 2nd, or 2nd and 3rd, something like that. I actually might be on that. Great. Awesome. Well, if I'm looking forward to that. Murray's there. <laughs> Great. And I have a cute little podcast called Tom Rhodes Radio, and it's free on iTunes. Yeah. Plug it away, man. Awesome. Good. I've been letting, uh, I got this writing gig out in Glendale now, so I got to fucking hit the traffic for an hour and a half every morning. I just been up on my uh, podcast. So I'll, add that, I'll add that one to the to the list, man. That's great. I didn't know about yes. that. And of course, Ian Bag Show. Dot com. Dot com. I don't know. All right. Well, guys, uh, Tom wrote, wait, what's your website, Tom? TomRhodes.net. TomRhodes.net. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank Let's, you, Murray. Uh, step God. outside and cool off. This is going to be a much you, better podcast Murray. once you get air conditioning back. We're, <laughs> we're actually redoing this this summer. So <laughs> when you come back next year and come back on the show, I'll have AC. Or during the winter. <laughs> there you go. It still gets hot. <laughs> thanks a lot. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Keep those uh, uh, reviews on iTunes coming. I really appreciate it. And uh, I return every email, I think. Um, if I haven't returned yours, send me another one, and I'll get back to it, I promise. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Oh, hey, I rarely say this, but when these two come to your town individually, go see them because they're funny and awesome. What if we decide to do a double act? Then that'd be the greatest <laughs> comedy show ever. Tub shitting. <laughs> Lauren Big Bush. Lauren Big Bush. LBB. <laughs> oh, that poor woman. You know, if if Ian Bag ever winds well, like up that's dead, the old joke that apparently I did last night. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Well, it's, if he, you know, it's going to be Lauren's going to track him down after this and fucking kill you in her sleep because all those kids are calling her Lauren Big Bush for well, the rest of the tour. Fucking, what are you kidding? Yeah, she's got the fucking sweetest job ever. She what? She's twenty seven. She goes yeah. on tour with a bunch of kids for two months, riding around. Fuck yeah, she can deal with fourteen year old boys calling her Lauren Big Beating Bush. Beating it. Just <laughs> thinking fucking. about her Big Bush. And, and, the, and, and the, those guys will never forget that for their entire lives. So. And then. 
they also said she's hot before that they all had a crush on her now they're right. teasing her before they could barely look at her now they're giggling at her every time they talk <laughs> we're all at that situation as a 14 year old boy where you're like <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like <laughs> so fuck yeah I took it from <laughs> and I accept my responsibility for them becoming men nice work Ian <laughs> thanks again guys you're welcome <laughs> Thank you.